So hello and welcome. Uh, it is day one of the fair. It's now getting on for four, nearly 4.30 p.m. Uh, but we've been at it bright and early and I had a really nice opportunity to to speak with uh, Stefano Macaloso. Um, he is the son of the, let's say, modern day godfather, founder, father of uh, Gerard Perigo. He had been working as the creative director for some time and now um, has moved on as pursuing some other interests. But he was kind enough to sit down with me this morning and, and share some insights, not only on his dad, but on himself and life in general and what's coming next for him. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed doing it. Uh, so sit back and this one's for you. So good morning. We're live from Basel World. It is the first official day of the fair, which is Thursday. It's your old pal Hanky here. And today's kind of a real treat for me. Um, I've been a huge, huge, huge fan of Gerard Perigo for years, uh, from the time that I lived in Europe till I moved back to the States. And probably, I, I maybe I'm kind of a, a romantic, but I've always been... Um, almost envious, I would say, of the Macaloso family, um, everything that they've done. I've been in this business now both as a distributor, as a retailer, um, now as a journalist, and I've seen, let's say, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But these are folks that generally I think there's a, a, a genuinely high opinion of. Um, so it's really my great pleasure this morning to spend a few minutes with Stefano Macaloso, who's been kind enough to take uh, to squeeze me out a little bit of his valuable time. So Stefano, welcome to, to, to Hanky Time. We're really glad to have you. Uh, it's fantastic to be here and thank you very much. It's a pleasure to meet you. Um, thank, thanks so much. So um, Stefano, maybe I, I know that a lot of us have heard about your dad, we read about your dad, and this is mostly about you by the way. Yeah, yeah, of course. But obviously it would be hard for me to, to ask some questions without getting a little bit of your thoughts about, you know, what, what kind of a guy was your dad like? We know what he was like as a businessman, but what was he like as a father? I think he was one of the most sophisticated men I ever met. Uh, of course, uh, a teacher and a master for me. Uh, he, um, uh, he had a very special um, attitude uh, in, uh, in, uh, in design, I think, watches, uh, and uh, it's with a very global culture, uh, coming from Italy and then with a huge respect of uh, uh, Swiss watchmaking, he was able to combine both sides, so um, his aesthetical approach was typically Italian, and then he had a huge respect uh, and a good way also to develop uh, what was the tradition of Swiss making. Uh, in a very uh, genuine and integrated way. So um, he has a huge culture. Culture. He uh, he was very um, interested in everything uh, in, in in details. Let's say he was fascinated by all kind of arts. Uh, and then, thanks to this attitude, uh, he was able to to make beautiful watches. Okay, well, thank you so much for that. Um, one of the things that always fascinated me was just how much of a family affair Gerard Perigo was. And we often say the fruit doesn't fall too far from the tree. And I think in this case, obviously, um, you know, after the unfortunate passing of your father, um, you were able to carry on and pick up and, and not just maintain what Gerard Perigo was doing. You really helped propel it forward. Um, so maybe... A, a little bit about you. How did you get involved in watchmaking? Because my understanding is your your education was in something different. My education was in architecture, so it was a very uh, special way to end my my um, 
my, my, my architecture uh, um, time because my very f uh, last exam uh, examination uh, in architecture in university in Italy was about watchmaking. So I designed a watch and I made a, like a big book dedicated to watch design and then was very unusual for, for my professors but they accepted and then they, they thought it was, uh, it, was, it was interesting for them. Then in 2002, I started working in uh, in, in GP, and uh, I've been connected with with the brand for 15 years, even after uh, my family sold the company. Mm -hmm. So let, let's say uh, from my learning time was from 2002, 2003 up to 2010. Then my father passed away, uh, and then was, we were already in contact with with a group who, who took uh, the, the the brand. It was at the time. Uh, um, but let's say this is an actual uh, curing group. And then uh, I've been in, in charge of uh, uh, product development until last year. Okay. So I, I know it's hard to, to pick a favorite child, um, but if you, if you had to, if you were forced, what's your favorite GP? Probably the, the GP I, I designed, I prefer, is the family called the Neo, uh, Neo Turbion. Okay. That's why, uh, you know, it's with a very strong icon like the uh, Three Bridges Turbion in GP, it's very difficult to, uh, to give a second life uh, to this kind mm -hmm. of, uh, of, uh, of uh, masterpiece. And then with a very architectural approach, uh, I redesigned the bridges, so the, the layout, the architecture of the Turbion is, was always the same, but I really redesigned much more architectural approach, uh, much, much more uh, 3D uh, um, uh, uh, design of it and uh, and then it was most inspired by contemporary architecture uh, let's say like Santiago Calatrava uh, architectures mm -hmm. we have samples in the USA or in Europe it's, it's very popular architecture and then I think the, the new turbine was really a new chapter for, for the brand. Let's say if my father focused most on, uh, um, let's say, uh, uh, casing uh, design and about uh, um, classic uh, designs from the 90s and the year 2000, first with Ferrari, then with a full collection of uh, different watches. Uh, in my own approach, uh, I was more focused on movements. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why I pay so much attention about uh, movement architecture. Probably also uh, because I was originally an architect, so uh, that's why. Oh, of course. All right. So moving away from watches a little bit, yep. um, I am one of your many Instagram fans. Um, I follow your adventures all over the world. Yep. Um, as I've shared with some other people in the industry, um, as now, you know, my, my understanding is you're no longer with GP and you're kind of doing some other things, which we'll talk about in a second, but what, how do you pick where to go next? Because you always seem to be going on a fantastic adventure somewhere. But it's my, everybody has its own addiction and my addiction <laughs> is probably uh, to travel. Uh, and um, I have many inspiration. Uh, I'm a fanatic of uh, movies. So uh, probably I watched a movie 30 years ago and I, uh, I wish to, to go in the same place where, where the movie was shoot. And then also I love literature and comics. And I think most of these trips are inspired by these uh, influences. Okay, interesting. So favorite place you've ever visited? Uh, well, it's difficult to say. Probably the best memories I have are uh, Central Asia, uh -huh. like uh, Uzbekistan, uh, really? and then uh, from Uzbekistan to Mongolia, these uh, this kind of places. And then another place I loved was Ethiopia. Okay, interesting. So, 
talk about now. You know, obviously you're no longer with GP, and I have to be honest, GP doesn't seem like GP <laughs> without one of the family there. But of course, uh, it's, it's a company with two uh, centuries of history, and of course there are changes. Uh, sure. I think it's already uh, a quite uh, it's very special. It's quite remarkable that GP had so few ownership uh, during two centuries. We talk about maybe uh, five or six families or group owning Gerard mm-hmm. Perego in, in two centuries, and, and, and this is great. Of course, uh, in the history, uh, do you have turning points for the company? Sure. Um, I I was very happy to work with Caring Group for, uh, let's say, eight years in my life. Uh-huh. Uh, and they gave me the opportunity to to express my creativity from uh, 2012 uh, and 2018, and then uh, we made great projects all together. Uh, of course, for me, was the time to to leave, and of course. Uh, probably also the company uh, there uh, I mean I was officially uh, a product development uh, a director but uh, in the reality I was kind of a, a, a creative director for 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 the brand uh, I'm a designer and then mm-hmm. uh, and also was involved in the strategical choices for for the new right. collections as well um, and of course I will be not anymore there and then probably they will take other uh, decision but I think Gerard Perego has very strong uh, historical designs and I think if uh, they will, and I, I think they will, uh, uh, take care about this kind of heritage, uh, they will be successful. And then also introducing also innovation and new... Uh, sure. Okay, wonderful. So, last, qu- well, two more questions then. Um, who else out there, apart from Gerard Perego, is making watches that really speak to you? Who, who sorry? Yeah, you, let me repeat the yeah, question. Yeah. So. Apart from Gerard Perigo, yes. what are some other watch brands or watch models out there that really speak to you personally? Uh, it really depends on uh, different segments. Uh, uh, probably for very classical watches with super finishing, I love uh, Elang and Zona, mm-hmm. definitely. And I think for more contemporary uh, approach, uh, I think Max Busser is doing a, a, a great job. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So with uh, totally, you know, there are main trends uh, in watchmaking. To, I think in the last five years, many brands really focus on only on their iconic watches. Right. So the idea we have uh, a guy designing something totally different, uh, and then and it's it's, a, it's good. It's it's healthy for 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 for, uh, for this. Uh, and then Max is doing very well, I think. Okay, wonderful. So last question then: If you weren't doing what you're doing now, if you could do anything in the world, what would it be? Uh, I will uh, go ahead with my uh, designer uh, uh-huh. learning. So probably, uh, most probably, I will again. I will, uh, I will uh, never stop with watches. But uh, I'm also crazy about cars. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, I've uh, kind of uh, I have two, three projects also in, in motorsport and cars. Okay. Uh, so probably we'll start soon a cooperation with uh, with a car manufacturer. Uh, Wonderful. As well. So you'll keep us posted about that. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And then of course we have also the family collection, and then mm-hmm. we'll we'll promote it, and then probably we'll make a so exhibition of this car collection in the future. Fantastic. Well, sir, I thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you joining us. Um, So that's it for now. Uh, We're going to be potting all day, all week. Um, So please stay tuned. And until then, Tempest Fujit.